Yo, what is going on, buddies? Buds, this buds, is buds. Francis from your Buds and Sports podcast with my buddy here, Spuddy. What's going on, buddies? How's it going? How's it hanging? We back. We back and uh, with some more NFL news. We're going to bring you some more NFL news. There's been a lot of uh, movements going on, moves, teams making moves, and uh, and some drama. Some unexpected drama. Yeah, we haven't um, even got to we'll the get, true offseason yeah. yet. Not the true offseason. We are yeah. getting some, some stank in there. Yeah, some aggressive, you know, aggressive moves, petty moves. But we're going to get into that, and then we're going to probably end it with our final thoughts uh, of the Super Bowl matchup. Yes, yes. And um, so, yeah, first thing, we'll, we'll get into some new, some hires, some coach coach hires. Yes, sir. Um. We'll talk about who should we oh let's let's talk about the Lovey Smith hire. Let's start off with that one. Uh Lovey so, Smith. The Texans from when I was following the story uh right before they announced the Lovey Smith hire, I w- I was, you know, under the impression that the Texans narrowed it down to two candidates. And the two candidates was Josh McCown and Brian Flores. Mm-hmm. And I kind of said, look, if they pick Josh McCown over Brian Flores, the it's officially starting the blackballing of Brian Flores. Because there's no good reason why Josh McCown should get the hire over Brian Flores. Yeah. Well, the Texans knew that, apparently. And they didn't want Josh McCown, but they also didn't want Brian Flores. So I think a middle, they, a middle ground. They found, is for. They found a middle ground with Lovey Smith, mm-hmm. and even though Lovey Smith is a black coach and he is going to be a black head coach, I do. I I still think the it's a confirmation that Brian Flores will be blackballed from the league and probably will never get a head mm-hmm. coaching job again. Uh, yeah, I mean the thing is, it, Lovey Smith is low key kind of smokescreen at this point because he is an accomplished coach. Don't get us wrong yep. when that he's very accomplished. He has a very, very long resume from college and the NFL. He took a team to the Super Bowl. He's found yeah, he, success. The Bears, you know, the he, Bears. He's a defensive type of coach, so he's much like how Brian Flores is more of a defensive type of coach as well. And obviously that's what the Texans are kind of rolling off of because they have more talent on defense compared to the offense. And the offense is so much in the air with the Deshaun Watson situation that they probably thought it was best. You know what? Let's focus more on what's going to bring us more success at the time, which is defense. So that's why Brian Flores is one of the top court court. Um, candidates now josh mccloud was probably the only reason why he was a top candidate was you know maybe this whole deshaun watson situation gets settled out and hey yeah you know be that guy but he's never had head coaching experience before Right. So it would have been a huge shock if they went with Josh McCown over Flores, but exactly. they didn't end up going to your guy. They, they did find a middle ground. They went with the smokescreen. They went with Lovey Smith. Yeah. And 
you know, a lot uh, a lot of us are going to say that Brian Flores is getting blackballed. I I'm, I'm on that end, but it, in a way, yeah. we can never really confirm it because of Lovey Smith's resume of them saying, "Hey, he's a black coach." So, yeah, yeah. You know, no, yeah. I, I mean, I'm glad they still went with a black head coach, but at the same time, like for speaking on Brian Flores' situation just by itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it speaks volumes that they 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 didn't go with him, even though they didn't go with McCown, they didn't go with him. Either, yeah, you know. Yeah, and I, so. I mean, it's going to be really hesitant for any coach to pick him up for a while. Even it, like, let's just say he does coach. Do you want to hire someone while a lawsuit is going on with them? Exactly, you know, and, while and, he's literally ha- picking a fight with the whole league. Type yeah, stuff. yeah, and it's just gonna, you know, coming from other teams. It, for them, they might think, "Oh, the, this is a distraction." You know, the whole nine yards of the, what they're going to run yeah. down. Why not to, you know, hire yeah. Brian Flores? But the thing I would like to know is once this whole thing ends, whether there's a settlement or there's actually a ruling. Is will he mm-hmm. get hired again? That's that's how I yeah. because honestly, right when I knew he put that lawsuit out, I'm like, oh, he's not gonna he's not gonna be coaching this year. No, oh, yeah. why are you gonna have your head coach go through a lawsuit the whole year against the 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 yeah. the, 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 the the league you're playing for? You know, so right, and, that, and, and then the, every time there's an update in that, the media is gonna ask about it after yeah, the game. Yeah, and <laughs> they're always gonna be you know. Especially from an organization of the the Texans who really, you don't know, you don't want any plaid publicity because they already got a bunch of it through Deshaun Watson. Why would you want another um, distraction, I guess you could say, with that? So it's hard to really pinpoint. I can't really blame the Texans for doing that because, yeah, they're still getting asked about Deshaun Watson. You know, yeah, and, and, that whole situation is a whole nother thing. Exactly, as well. exactly. So, so I like honestly, I can't. But at the same time, Brian Flores is one of your top candidates. You know, yeah. So I mean, you know, Lovey Smith does have a strong resume. He he did take a Bears team to the Super Bowl mm-hmm, on like, pure defense. That's 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 no easy feat. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like. You you take you take that team to the Super Bowl. They haven't. I don't think they haven't been back since, right? They haven't been back since. So, I mean, Lovey Smith could probably create you know some type of culture uh, with the Texans, something that's been missing there for a while. You know, Bill O'Brien thought he was creating a culture, but he spent seven seasons just doing some head scratching moves. Yeah, just um, just just. Doggy paddling in the playoffs. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like, even if he did win that division many times uh, while he was there, like, it's that division. It's like, like, is it, am I really going to applaud you really hard for winning that division? It's a very winnable division. Yeah. That was during Andrew Luck's years of having no line. No line. The Colts were a completely different looking team Mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, and then what? It's the Jags. Yeah. Jags are in there. Yeah. So uh, it's 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 not the hardest division, but um, yeah, I, Lovey Smith can definitely uh, turn 
you know, turn the vibe around with the Texans. He he could definitely win some games with them, especially mm-hmm. since they have some talent on the de- defensive side. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is really going to be that offense that's going to take some time to to get better, and they're going to have to figure that that quarterback situation out. You know that yeah. the Deshaun what for either either Deshaun Watson comes back or he doesn't, and he's done with the league. Like they just need a conclusion. Yeah. To, so they know to, what to do, mm-hmm. you know. Exactly. So I don't know. I don't know when that's gonna come. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and and Deshaun, and you can tell like this whole thing with that case is get, starting to get to Deshaun Watson because he's not. He, uh, he doesn't really act like himself these days mm-hmm. <laughs> from the from the little that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I you know I'm gonna give Lovey Smith a, a, a fair chance at, at being the oh, head yeah. coach of this this team on on the rebuild. You know, definitely. That's rebuilding right now. Definitely, I'm, oh. I've always been a Lovey Smith fan when he was with the Bears. You know, yeah, yeah. But we can move on to the Raiders hire Josh McDaniels. They they officially made Josh McDaniels uh, their guy. It took a while, even though they're like, "Hey, we're gonna hire, we're, we're finalizing his deal." Ticking time bomb, you know. Yeah, but you know. Yeah. You know what direction they're going to go? Obviously, offensive-minded coach. They're going to stick with that that momentum. So yeah, I you know I I kind of like it because I think Derek Carr does end up staying. Um, I don't see with, why not with Josh McDaniels. I don't see yeah, I think I think Josh McDaniels could definitely work with Derek Carr, and Derek Carr is is a is a good quarterback in my opinion. I know I know like there's polarizing opinions. Is his contract up? I want to say he might have like this coming season might be his last season. Okay, so on the contract, low key, it's kind of perfect then because here's the here's the thing that's going to play out. Going to play his last year, whether they draft a quarterback next draft or not, Mm -hmm. they're going to franchise Carr. Yeah, uh, either franchise him or let him go. So. They honestly, it's kind of like in Raiders ballpark right now. Mm-hmm. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if, even if this was his last season this year, he, they'll franchise tag him. I believe a franchise yeah. tag on Carr will be used, whether it's this year or next year, I, I, depending on his contract. I feel. So it says right here, Carr has the twenty twenty one and twenty two twenty two seasons remaining on his contract. He signed a five-year, one twenty-five million deal in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, twenty twenty-two would be his last last ride on the contract, and they haven't really discussed any type of extension, obviously. Franchise but tag. I think, yeah, they, they they'll probably tag him. I think it, it also hella depends how he plays this this next season exactly. with McDaniel's. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, let's see. He's thirty years old. Yeah, he definitely Carr. I believe has three or four more seasons of high level play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so what if he ends up going to another team? He'll he'll help that team out. Yeah, yeah. But if he stays in the Raider, I do feel like they'll use that that franchise tag on him because I think it's going to be more on like, all right, we're going to start transitioning, but at the same time, we want you around. So yeah, and Car seems like yeah, you always guy, his car seems like the type of guy that he would mentor uh, a rookie yeah, quarterback. Yeah, 
So a hundred percent. So that's why I yeah. do like the franchise tag on car because whether it's a year, year or two, they can use that franchise mm-hmm. tag on car, and you know while they develop. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I do think Josh McDaniels will find success with, with what the Raiders have so far on, on offense. Um, I do think the Raiders still have to go out and get a number one, a true number one. Receiver? Um, receiver, yes. Yeah, yeah. A true number one receiver. That's true. Um, the running back situation, I think, is good. I think it's, it's good. I think good it's enough. good. Josh Jacobs and have, you know, mm-hmm. Kenya Drake or um, even Peyton Barber. He, right, he had some flashes and before he got injured as well. So, um, I think the offense yeah. would look good under McDaniel's. Just, um, you know, we'll see how that defense goes because I know they're getting a new coordinator as well. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, the defense with with Crosby has a pretty decent pass rush. Mm-hmm. Um, they do just got to work on their their you know sec, uh, secondary mm-hmm. with, with the corners and. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Abrams, honestly. Um, he's he's one of those guys. I think he he tries to be like Brian Dawkins type, you know, makes plays. Where they, where, but I don't think he does. Yeah, they're, they're, and, they don't. They, and he's they, too reckless. Mm-hmm. Too reckless. Yeah, and sometimes you know, gotta tone it down because the reckless you are, it's not just because of you know might cause a flag or anything. You could be reckless and cause a big play to happen. So right, that's more. Right. I feel like that's more of the bigger consequences about it is you know, you yeah. you expose yourself when you're a little reckless. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. I I think yeah. Well, we'll see how Josh McDaniels does in this division because it's a tough one. Oh, honestly, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know that what is it? The AFC West, man. Mm-hmm. You got the the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Raiders, and the Chargers. And if the Broncos end up getting Aaron Rodgers, that's Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, and Aaron Rodgers in one division. It yeah. is going to be a bloodbath. Might as well just straight split, bloodbath. Might as well split your division right now and get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> right, man. That that'll be such a fun division to watch, and it's it's amazing because the 49ers have that division on their schedule next weekend. Ooh. I mean, next weekend, next year, next year. Uh, that, that's... So I will most likely be in Vegas when the Niners play Raiders or LA. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. yeah you have more chances to go to LA. <laughs> but um, is there, is there any other hires? Am I, or is it just the Levy Smith um, and Josh McDaniel? They promoted Dennis Allen, who is the defensive coordinator for the New Orleans Saints. To head coach, so mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I thought that was a good. It's a good move because after Sean Payton stepped down, I don't think the Saints really know what direction they're going to go with their offense. Yeah, because they don't even know what type of pieces they even have, so they have really no foundation with their offense anymore. I feel like the, yeah, the Saints don't have a clear franchise quarterback. No. Michael Thomas is a, is a question mark because mm-hmm. I don't think he's happy with the situation that is the Saints right now. Alvin Kamara just got into legal trouble in Vegas. Mm-hmm. We don't know what his future looks like. No, um, so you don't have a quarterback. 
your number one receiver is possibly super unhappy, and Alvin Kamara might not be on the team, which is your number one running back. Yeah. Ah, uh, and you're what eighty million over the salary cap? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. This this <sighs> New the, Orleans, and a lot of it is towards the offense. So you, yeah, you, you don't know how it's gonna play out. So the smart thing to do is, hey, our defense is what kept us alive this whole year. So might as well um, focus on that. Ironically, <laughs> while we we tried to fix this offense, or you know, yeah, cut some salaries because I think this off season there's gonna be a lot of cuts, a lot of surprising cuts that. People are going to like, I didn't see that coming. But in my head, I'm like, I saw that coming. I agree. I, I think the Saints are, are on their way to blowing the team up. At least on the just, offensively. I'll be surprised yeah. if mm-hmm. a big name on that defense leaves. Because, you yeah. know, you're cutting, you're cutting the thing that was strong. When a lot of the money is focused on the offense. Right, but at this point they're they're so the salary cap situation is such a mess and they just extended uh Taysom Hill. Like paint Champagne extended him and then w- left. <laughs> which is which is wild. But yeah. Yeah. so I think the to me the only solution is to blow it up and I yeah, you can start on the offensive side. I think you can send Michael Thomas to a contending team. Mm-hmm. I think Alvin Kamara uh, it doesn't really look good for him right now with, you know, I don't know how that team is going to handle that situation. Yeah. Um, And then, and then your quarterback situation is you don't have one yet. You're paying one. Like he's going to be the starter, mm. but you don't know if that's going to be the case moving forward. Yeah. So yeah, you just got to restart. Yeah. I mean, cutting, I mean, it sucks because, I believe there should be guarantee money, but the fact that there's like only half guarantee money in the NFL, they could cut Taysom Hill after he got his extension. Whatever yeah. guarantee money he he got, you know, they could cut and pay it like that. Michael Thomas is a little bit bigger contract to be doing that, so I'm pretty sure a trade is going to be in for him because he holds a lot of that money too. And Alvin Kamara's case, you know. When his court date comes up in March, we'll kind of get a vibe of, you know, I think what Saints are going to do because depending on, um, I, I mean, it looks bad, but we don't know how the the court's going to play out and how Alvin Kamara is going to plead and do, do things like that. So yeah, depending, yeah. depending on, I feel like depending on how they decide for his plead, we'll kind of piggyback how Saints will go about it. It's right we'll before the draft, go too. About it. It's right before the draft, so, <laughs> I mean... Well, it's also... I mean, I think the NFL is going to have their own punishment for Kamara. Exactly. We don't know what that's going to look like, because the NFL is all over the place with their punishments. Yeah, exactly, exactly, because, I mean... Yeah. Despite it being uh, off-the-field thing, it was, you know, you, you represent the NFL. You you, you represent the shield. You mm-hmm. represent the shield. Yeah. You so know, I you can't be acting like that. I wouldn't be surprised they hand out a suspension and some fines. I don't know how long because that always is varies. That varies so much. Right. You know. Yeah. It's it, all over it, it depends on the player too. Sometimes they'll be like two games. Sometimes they say you know what the whole season. 
So that's the NFL's fuckery of not knowing how to punish people. So we'll see. Right. It's just, right. it's literally a we'll see situation. So, um, other, yeah. other than that, I, I want to say he's going to be a decent head coach when it comes to defense. I don't know where, what direction this offense is going to be. Yeah. Space. This offense is going to be messy for a minute. Mm hmm. Because it's not like Jameis Winston was a, a, a for sure one quarterback. Mm-hmm. He had his highs, but mm-hmm. boy, did he have his lows before his injury. Yeah. Right. So, right. You can't go all in on that. Mm hmm. Especially after what we've seen in this league. Like, what's the, who's the upcoming talent? How good you have to be? Uh-huh. You know, like, it's going to be tough to to win some playoff games with Taysom Hill because yeah. he doesn't have the the best accuracy uh-huh. all the time. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but um, other than that, that's really it for coaching. They're still kind of waiting on the official announcement for the Vikings. Yep. So, I mean, are we that get- one, most, most likely the Vikings will get Kevin O'Connell, but we'll, we'll wait till that's, you know, set in stone and official. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But yeah, that's all it for the coach hirings. Woo! Coaches. Super fun. Super yeah. exciting. All right. <laughs> uh, before we go on our main juice, the main juice that we want to talk about that's been kind of um, going about this whole week, we're going to talk about the awards that were given out this past Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. I want to say Thursday, right? Happened yesterday. Anywho. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. NFL awards has happened and some I agree with some I'm like, huh? Interesting. But, um, I'll start off with the rookies, the, the two rookie awards, uh, offensive rookie and defensive rookie. Um, offensive rookie was Jamar chase and defensive Mm. rookie was Micah Parsons. I, I have to agree with both. I confidently agree with both because um, um, Michael Parsons literally was everywhere on the Dallas defense and he put up numbers. He he impacted that, that defense Mm -hmm. immediately, immediately. It it really looked like Micah has been in the league for at least five seasons. Mm -hmm. You know, and when injuries did happen and COVID, he filled in the, those roles pretty well, whether it was him going to coverage as a linebacker or him get stepping up in the line. And yeah. he did make an impact. It, it didn't matter that he was a rookie. He did make an impact while he was on the line. He uses his speed there, and then he also has speed and coverage. So, you know, yeah. I don't – I didn't see anyone else on the defensive end that really showed up like that. Uh, as a defensive rookie, yeah, you're right. I have to I have to agree with that. Mike, Micah is just built different. When you have a guy that's both super strong and super fast, mm-hmm. and it's it's going to create problems. And and Micah definitely has both. I think so. he has a really great IQ too. So like, oh yeah, definitely. That De- like yeah, you know, the physical talent's there, but he mm-hmm. he also no- has like that natural instinct of where the ball's going because yeah. he he's literally at every tackle. Mm-hmm. It seems like mm-hmm. you know, and, and I mean so. that, that's 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 such a great you know thing for the Cowboys. And I'm like, 
I hope we keep this guy. Yeah. For, uh, uh, I hope we keep him as <laughs> yeah. a cowboy for life. You know, and it's crazy. Oh, they're because, gonna lock him down. And it's crazy because like I was one of the ones. I'm like, ah. I mean, Michael Parsons. I'm like, I like the pick, but we did need knees at cornerback. I ain't gonna mm. lie. So I was like, mm. we do need a cornerback, but he's really good. He's really good, but we yeah. do need a cornerback. And now, yeah. now I'm like, you know what? For, forget that cornerback because you know, man's playing he's, some pass rush. He, he's playing some pass rush. He's the, he's pushing. He's getting there, and so that helps your secondary. Yeah, yeah. In a way, so, so that yeah, and then that that was a no brainer. Uh, I think everyone can agree. Michael Parsons mm-hmm. uh, deserved that one. Now Jamar Chase, that's another one, man. I I think we're. I mean. I, I guess we understand now why Bengals couldn't pass on on this pick, and they decided to take the the criticism. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we were but there. I think hey, we they, were there. Hey, we were there. We criticized them. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, we were in a way the Bengals were right, and we were right because mm-hmm. Burrow got fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, we knew Chase was going to be that guy. We we're just like, yeah. is he worth? Joe Burrow getting fucked up the whole season, yeah, and yeah, it was worth it. He's at the there. It was, was, but they're at the Super Bowl. Fuck, at the Super Bowl, it was worth it. But goddamn, Burrow had to take a dumb load of sex. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, we were we were right and wrong at the same time. (laughs) At the same time, fucking wild, but. Jamar Chase, man, I yeah, I think I think they saw something on film that's that told them, hey, uh, we should be drafting an O line, but this is kind of one of those just super talented receivers that doesn't come into the draft, you know, all the time, mm-hmm. and we ha- we have to take them. Yeah. On top of that, he has um, he had a relationship with with Burrow already, you know, with mm-hmm. their timing and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and it, it completely translated into the NFL. Yeah, it, you. Copy and pasted itself into yeah. the NFL. He's a very explosive uh, player. You couldn't deny it. And sometimes, oh, yeah. and one, hey, something told me in the preseason they fucked with us, though. They fucked with us. They purposely, oh, they, they, they purposely, purposely, they purposely dropped balls. They purposely <laughs> missed through things. Hey, it was more of an ends as hey, we're literally practicing. Preseason is literally practice. All right. No, no. We're, the we're, cherry on top of out of all that was when they asked their teammates, "Oh, how?" Did Burrow look at practice? And they're like, eh, it doesn't look like he's quite, like it doesn't look like he's all the way comfortable. You know, there's there's still some time to go. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, ooh, his teammates are saying this. It must look really yeah. bad. Yeah, I, I you know I, I, now I, I'm thinking it, it was a front. It, it was, was a front, front, straight up, straight up. They knew they knew they were coming with the heat this they, year. They, they, <laughs> they, they knew it. No, they wanted to have the underdog title, and they're mm-hmm. like, let's let's eat this shit up. Let's eat it up because yeah. now they're in the Super Bowl because of their underdog being the underdogs yeah. all season long. They're like, mm-hmm. hey, they're good, but they're not good yet. Underdog. Yep. Playoffs, underdogs. Yep. So yep. they're able to win and their division, AFC North. Underdogs. They, they, underdogs. King, King of the North. Yep. Underdogs. Yep. That offense is explosive, but mm-hmm. the I think the surprise was was the defense playing as well as they did in yeah, some games. Definitely, they they can really like you know 
especially against the Chiefs, they they were able to shut that down. But yeah, Jamar Chase definitely deserved that award. He, yeah, um, it wasn't his, his future looks bright. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so one sided though. Now in the beginning of the year, the first half of the season, it did. The, mm-hmm. se- the second half, you know, some rookies started, you know, really turning it on. I felt. What what names you got? What names um, you thinking of? I thought Waddle started being way more consistent towards the second half of the season. Oh yeah, yeah. They started u- utilizing utilizing him a lot mm-hmm. in the second half for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Slater, the Chargers' offensive tackle, played really good throughout the whole season. Mm, but he's a mm. tackle, so he ain't going to get that recognition. Yeah, he's a tackle. You would have to be like, yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Literally blocking from tackle to tackle, like just clearing out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I I mean, I thought he played good for, you know, Herbert and the Chargers this season. Uh, little Mac Jones. I thought Mac this, Jones. Hey, second half of this season, I thought, you know what? You're just going to get the nod. Just the nod. <laughs> I he had no business win if he he had no business winning it, but he had business being a nomination, I would say. Yeah, yeah, because you know, to get thrown into that organization as a rookie, he mm-hmm. he performed well. He performed mm-hmm. well. Yeah. He did good. Mm-hmm. He won games. He won games that mm-hmm. he shouldn't have won, you know? And he well, made some competitive. Well, we'll see how much he he develops if, you know, and they if they start trusting him more to kind of throw it downfield. Yeah. Or or make some riskier throws, but I think I think the he's in good hands with the Patriots, and he does seem like he's a guy with a good attitude. Uh-huh. Um, hard worker. So hard worker. Hard work. Hard worker. So I I think we'll see we'll see what happens. But yeah, Mac Mac Jones. I agree. Nomination. Nomination. That's it. That's it. I mean, he wasn't someone that was going to take the award away. I thought more if it was the final two was Waddle and Jamar Chase. I thought. So yeah. Slater should have yeah. been in there, but I knew he wasn't winning because he's a lineman. No one uses respect to linemen like that. Waddle, it just took a little too long mm-hmm. to to get him rolling, but Jamar Chase kind of stayed hey. more con- more consistent. But the wild card rookie of the year because of the second half because he didn't start blowing up till the second half. Mm. The fantasy football MVP, Ahmad, Ahmad Rod St. Brown. Hey, you're right. That yes. is a very yes. We'll mention because you know in the first half he really didn't. You know he he was involved in the offense, but he wasn't really a focal point until the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. That second yeah. half, if he would have played like that the whole season and I got the same amount of touches, man. Um, there, look, every team is looking for their Debo Samuel, and the Lions may just have one in Amon St. Brown. Yeah, because he. Towards the end, he started even just taking handoffs from the backfield mm-hmm. and, and scoring touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So he he might he's gonna be. I really feel like they're gonna use him in that way next season, where he'll be doing both, um, and he's gonna be a high volume guy. He you have he did to. he did come out. You have to. Yeah. I think I think we're gonna start seeing how offense starts using the right receiver position. We're gonna see a lot of motions. But the motions are going to be like receivers. Oh, now they're lined up split back in the backfield, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. You, it's all about motions and movement. 
if a defense is on their toes, you have the advantage now. You know, right? Whether it's right. it is for like two or three yards, those are positive yards. At the end of the day, you need go positive, never negative. So, you know, I think this is going to be the start of something new. It's almost like arena style of formations. I would say without the like full on mm-hmm. running sprint. I don't know if you watched arena football, but they, nah, not much. They yeah. they've had some interesting. Um, motions where people are running mm-hmm. full on sprint before the snap and you couldn't you 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 would do a full on sprint before the snap but obviously you can't go outsides but you have to be like back some before the snap happens and boom you're already in motion it's pretty right. it was pretty weird but i get the feel of like of some of these motions of mm-hmm. like almost like arena style or like i guess you could say college as well but um yeah, I get I get some arena yeah. style from it as well. So I don't know. Maybe it's a a, a a resurgence of this new like H back position or the wing back. Yeah, I would say I would they're call it the wing it, back. Wing back. They're well, they call it the wide back. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. That's what they call Come it. Come on, man. Is it what do you call your position? Wide back. That's what they call. It. That's what I'm just saying. What they said. <laughs> we ain't we ain't, we ain't playing that. It's right. wing, right. wing back, wing. All right, we'll go. We'll go with wing back. yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, this yeah this this offensive rookie class, I would say, very interesting. Took them a while to get going for most of them, but they showed up towards the end. So, you know, next yeah. year, next year, I have some high hopes for some of these people. Yeah, no, that that this class has has some hitters mm-hmm. that are going to be around for a while. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, goes to the next award. Um, this one was very questionable. I mean, some people are like, no, in the regular season, he, they did great. But still, I don't know. Uh, Mike Rabel from the Tennessee Titans won as Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year, Mike Rabel. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel right. Like when you say it out loud, it, it's like I see. I kind of see your point, but at the same time, like I, I don't know if I would have given it to him. It's um, weird because they had the best record in the NFL, correct? I they believe were, so. I know for sure on the AFC they were the one seed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they had the best um, in the whole league. Let me see. Let me think. Because it was either him or the Packers. They might have had the same. They might, right? Have. Yeah, I want to say maybe I Packers say had, had the, the same maybe record. Packers had the better record. Hmm. Because how many games did the Packers lose? Like two, three? I want to say f- three. I don't know. But let me, let me, it's right here. I'm a click uh, away. I'm a I'm, click away. So Titans I'm, was 12 and five. Packers were 13 and four. Okay. Tampa so Bay was 13 and four. 
So yeah, so I mean, Titans just had the best record on the AFC side. Yeah, that's what they did. That's what they had. I'm just trying to. Okay, I get that Derrick Henry went out, and they were able to win. Like, I want to say five of their three games without him. I think it's it's more Derrick Henry goes down. AJ Brown is in and out of the lineup as well because mm-hmm. he's always kind of uh you know nicked up mm-hmm. and then you have ryan ryan Tannehill as your starting quarterback and you were able to get the one seat on the afc over yeah. the chiefs over the bills mm-hmm. um and so in that sense yes i guess but i mean i i i like i like people and players and coaches that can win in the playoffs that's that's a lot more impressive yeah and i um, feel like it is more of a regular season they try to Thanks. emphasis regular season, regular season. But at the same time, yeah. we know how the, the Titans play in the playoffs. And yeah, that's that's especially Mike Vrabel. He's been to the playoffs a few times mm-hmm. now. And I, I kind of see know. like it's it's I try to see more as coach of the year, the progress of a team from last year to this year. Right, exactly. Like exactly. I would, th- I would think more like the Bengals head coach. To be honest, mm. I would even throw in the interim head coach for the Raiders. Richard. Yeah, no, like yes, uh, that honestly, that would probably probably would have been my pick. Yeah, because if, if that, that me to pick that was well deserved. Pardon me, wants to put even yeah. the Niners, Kyle Shanahan, fuck. That was a Getting, atrocious beginning, but they held. They, they held on. We we advanced two more games than we should have. <laughs> we 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 should not have been in the NFC Championship based on yeah. how we played and you guys were round, a game away from not even being in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean there there were other yeah yeah other other candidates that I think it would have made a little more sense. Um, I do agree Shanahan is a candidate, but I honestly would have given it to the Raiders uh, interim head coach that had mm-hmm. to take over that mess yeah. um, and still found a way. Everybody counted them out. Mm-hmm. I counted. Even though I had picked them earlier in the season and I had to, you know, made that bet with Doug that the yeah. Raiders would make it to the playoffs. E- even I didn't see Gruden getting fired. I didn't see Ruggs doing what he did. Yeah. And then all the controversy then he, that happened around him, no one saw that. But no, as soon as those two things happened, I said, oh, I don't I think the Raiders season is kind of mm. done. They, they poor them. But, hey, they found a way to claw them themselves into the playoffs. That was impressive. Yeah, really impressive. Yeah. And I mean, I guess if you have the best record, you should be considered a, a, a nominee, too, with Matt LaFleur. Yeah. You know, yeah, his record against the Niners is <laughs> terrible. Mm hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's what that's the kind of like the route I was kind of going with. Yeah. Shit, maybe even yeah. fucking Bill Belichick too. Why not? Yeah, with the rookie quarterback and, and a trade, whole new Patriot team. Trading your best corner and still making mm-hmm. playoffs. Still being still number one defense like one like number top 5 defense. Top 5 defense. Yeah, yeah Bill Belichick He'll always be in discussion. Well, we know he's you know one of the best coaches to ever exist. But but yeah, like I said, I I kind of 
I I understand Mike Vrabel as a candidate, but it it just doesn't sound right when you say he won that award. Yeah. It doesn't feel right. Nah, I don't know. So, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't agree with that one. All right, for comeback player of the year, we got Joe Shiesty, Joe Moneybag Burrows, throwing comeback all those player. names. Joe, yeah. <laughs> he quickly became one of the most liked players in this league. Oh yeah, Joe Shiesty, Joe Burrow. But hey, we've been on this train since he got drafted and rooting for it's this guy. It's so funny like, because honestly, I was not thinking of Joe Burrow being even in a situation to be comeback player of the year. But that injury, yeah. I forgot about the injury. The injury. And not yeah. only that, everyone kept on saying, oh, Dak's going to win, Dak's going to win, Dak's going to win. So everyone thought yeah. it was just Dak's winning because, honestly, they tied Dak with all like everything that he went through from his injury and even in the, the off-seasons and, you know, the passing of his brother and you know, et cetera, you know. So a lot they were like, like the NFL or just media was really peppering up Dak Prescott's, you know, to win. Yeah, but yeah, there were a few candidates here. Yeah. There were a few candidates here, but and I'm not. Here's the thing: I'm not mad at the winner. Yeah. I am mad at the voting results, though. And let let me explain that. Mm-hmm. Nick Bo- Nick Bosa, if anyone's forgotten. Should have been a, a candidate for this category. He was out for the season two, right? Last year, he was out. He was out for the season last year. He he came back of, in my opinion, a Pro Bowler this year, like mm-hmm. even better. He he tore his ACL last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so comeback player of the year voting: Joe Burrow got twenty eight votes, Dak Prescott got twenty one, mm-hmm. and Derwin James got one. Nick Bosa got zero. Mm. And he posted that to his story and put a smiley face. Hey, you know the thing is, you're always gonna get it's it's always like this. Quarterbacks always gonna get more love. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Derwin James got one. Yeah, can you get, give Nick Bosa. Oh hey, my god, hey, dude. Hey, I no like, one watched him play. I like Derwin. No one watched him play. Hey, I like Derwin James, <laughs> but at the same time. If that one vote had to go to someone, it ain't you, DJ. <laughs> yeah. Like, the fact that Nick Bosa... I'm not mad he didn't win it. Like, I, I agree. Like, the Joe Burrow comeback was crazy. You know, especially mm-hmm. with the early reports before the season even started. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, his teammates were making it sound like, man, Joe kind of is not back to where he where he u- usually is. Mm-hmm. But, hey, he's in the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. So... I, I'm not mad at the winner, but can we give Nick Bosa a vote or two and just yeah. kind of like recognize him and say, "Hey, this man came back from an ACL and had the type of season that he had." Like, I really feel, uh, I really feel like they should really consider the first place, second place, third place type of voting. So, yeah, you right? really understand people's recognition on like you mm-hmm. know how how they did because I bet you if you do that layout, he would get more love, you know. Not necessarily first place, you know. Obviously, he's not getting no first place votes. But I bet you he'll be second place and third place. You know? Yeah, yeah. But it it made it seem like, you know, he wasn't even a thought, though. 
Oh, he he's he posted that himself on the story. And like I said, all it is is just a big smile emoji, like a sarcastic one. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's pissed. <laughs> Nick Bose is fucking pissed. You, y'all made him mad. Thank you. Because he's about to come back next year like <laughs> like a fucking monster. Yeah. It's, but, it's, it's hard to really do that comeback player because, like, obviously you got to perform after – like a down season whether it's injury or whatever mm-hmm. but the thing is like that prescott you know having the bad season last year beforehand injury they got back in the playoffs they won their division they're 12 and 5 yeah understandable mm-hmm. joe bro same thing you know got injured yeah Bengals are trash come back they win the division now they're in the super bowl um right Now we're going to you know the next ones up. Nick Nick Bosa, phenomenal year. I, mm-hmm. it's harder. I guess it's harder to do comeback player of the year for like defense. I mean, they could do it for defense because I'm pretty sure like JJ Watt won comeback player of the year after his shit. Well, his I'm injury. sure, yeah. you know. But Derwin James, he had a lot of injuries too. I just didn't see the same type of dominance compared to Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. here's one thing. Yeah. Nick Bosa was able to take their team to the playoffs. Chargers, hey. no. And Nick Bosa was a huge reason we beat the Packers. Mm-hmm. Like when you were, when you rewatched that game, that man. Well, I was so grateful we had him on the line because he, it, when we needed a play, he he get, he gave us one. Yeah. Yeah, so I I don't know. I like DJ a lot, but Nick Bosa really took the cake on at least the, that single vote. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That was questionable. That was kind of questionable, but hey, congrats, Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Um, having a hell of a year. I hope you win. Mm-hmm. Offensive and defensive player of the year. We got Cooper Cup. And Cooper Cup. We got TJ Watt. Hey, Cooper Cup, my boy, my my fantasy MVP. My dude. Two. My two. I don't I don't I don't know how I didn't win my fantasy league. I had Cup and Henry. I had I had Cup and Amon <laughs> Brown, so I had to win. I had to win. Hey. Had oh to yeah, win. that 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 same Brown pickup was was everything. Mm-hmm. All my but. leagues had him and everyone kind of laughed at me. <laughs> hey, like who's laughing now? <laughs> but they even laughed. I lost by a fucking Detroit line player. <laughs> hey, yes, you did. Brown went off. You did. But man, what what a year for Cooper Cup. He he even won. I think I'm looking here. DraftKings Daily Fantasy Player of the Year. Cooper Cup. Just mm-hmm. anything offensive related, where you want to talk stats, whether you want to talk fantasy football, Cooper Cup was probably number one in all categories. Um yeah. hell of a hell of a year. Mm-hmm. Hell of a fucking year. Mm-hmm. He did he did, I, there's there's no one even close to taking this award from Cooper Cup. Um no. There are other candidates maybe, but close to taking it from Cup? I don't yeah. think so. The only way that <clears throat> it would have been close was if Derek Henry had a full healthy season. Full healthy season. That would probably be his. Yeah, 
yeah, as competition yeah. for this one. And the thing, but, and the thing is, Jonathan Taylor was probably second, but Colts not giving him the ball was the reason why there was such a big gap in that division. That, yeah, yeah. So, um, like I said, some strong candidates. Justin Jefferson, that's you know, he he was the triple triple crown winner this mm-hmm. year, and that's that is tough to do. Yeah. That is insanely tough to do. So. Cooper Cup, self-explanatory. If you guys mm-hmm. have been watching football this year, you, you're not going to debate that. Yeah. And then TJ Watt, the defensive end. Not mad at it one bit. Not mad because, man, this Steeler team was was the Detroit Lions, was the Jaguars when TJ Watt wasn't playing. But TJ Watt in, all of a sudden, this defense was like uh, the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Put. Playoff caliber defense with TJ Watt in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why the man sat out. He knew. Yeah. He knew. And not only that, two games he didn't play still tied the record. Still. Two games. Take away two games. He still tied the record. Uh, crazy. He would have annihilated that record. Mm-hmm. Was it? Didn't he get like four sacks one game this season? A couple of times. I, uh, I want to say a couple times, but you know, even even if it doesn't show up on the sack column, the the, the amount of pressures, I'm sure, was insanely high. So, yeah. TJ Watt was the carry of this team. Um, no one, no, no line knew how to deal with him. No. Every every matchup, it seemed like he won when he was healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then what, what's lethal about him is he he creates fumbles. Yeah. It's not just. It's not just. Hey, I'm sacking the quarterback. Like Strip I'm popping the ball crazy. out. Yeah. So he he's generating points. He literally was doing it all for the Steelers. And the only way Steelers were winning games this past season was by making it a close, ugly defensive game. And T.J. Watt was a huge part of that. So yeah, they honestly, without T.J. Watt, they honestly probably would have won maybe four games. <laughs> <laughs> they would have gone four and thirteen. Don't say that. <laughs> I honestly think they would have. There's no way they win with two yard out routes and no yeah. no TJ Watt on defense. Yeah, I, I agree with you because it was it was that bad. It really was that bad. It, it was that bad. Yes. Yeah, but um, going to our MVP this season this year, second straight year. Aaron Rodgers. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? They just they favor they favor quarterbacks way too much, man. Yeah, I do. They they favor quarterbacks way too much. I mean, I get it. His regular season numbers and play was amazing and all that, but like Mm -hmm. There are players that you could take it up a notch and and look at the regular season and playoff play and be amazed. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. there's players that are giving you both, and Cooper Cup yeah. also should have won this award. Yeah, I feel like Cooper Cup should have been at least a super close second. I think I think he should have won MVP. Yeah, Cooper Cup should have. I mean, triple crown winner. He's in the Super Bowl. A huge reason why mm-hmm. the Rams team are in the Super Bowl. Like, how how do you not give it to Cooper Cup? But this this league is so quarterback based, and yeah. they just love Aaron Rodgers. Um, 
I mean, for good reason. He's talented, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's almost like the Mike Vrabel one. It's like, I get it. I get your point, but it just doesn't sound right. You just feel like there's so much value somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, even, I, feel, I like. honestly, I even like TJ Watt in here too. <clears throat> TJ Watt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, um, who else do I feel like? Jonathan Taylor, because I mean, when they actually mm-hmm. gave him the ball, JT's they nasty, would win. Man. They they win. When they don't give him the ball, they lose. That that was yeah. the, really the tippy point for the Colts. All right, let's lay back mm-hmm. on Taylor. They lose games. All right, let's give more touches to Taylor. They win games. It was that simple. Yet Colts still couldn't do it. Right, like honestly. Psh- you could even throw in Debo as a candidate. Yeah. The, the the dude literally has scored a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, and has thrown for a touchdown. Like, mm-hmm. And he's just he, – you could use him anywhere, honestly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So he had a hell of a season as well. I, like I said, I, I don't know. The Aaron Rodgers one was just like, eh, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like almost it's like MVP should just turn to who's the best quarterback this year. Yeah, just just say hey, best quarterback award or MVP for quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, don't don't get us pissed and and say MVP of the league, and then you have all these offensive players doing what they do, and and you're gonna give Very it to much. a quarterback anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Nah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do get kind of tired of the quarterback always winning MVP. You know, yeah. I, I feel yeah. I just feel like you know, go somewhere else. Really, you can. Hmm. Shit, if you really wanted it to be a quarterback, you, uh, I would have picked Joe Burrow over Aaron Rodgers. I would have. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I even thought about Josh Jim- Allen over Rodgers. Josh, oh Josh Allen, shit! Josh Allen played amazing. Like, and Joe Joe Burrow, you can make a case just because it's the Cincinnati fucking Bengals. And he got so sacked, many court. He got sacked fifty four times and fifty four times, and still produced a winning team. Not just that, got sacked fifty four times and is available to play in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not Aaron Rodgers. Like, Not Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Not Aaron Rodgers. Joe, you, Joe Burrow. Hey, because you put Aaron Rodgers there. Um, getting sacked 54 times. Know. I don't know. Oh, he he's quitting on his team. <laughs> yeah, if Aaron Rodgers got sacked 54 times, you would see it all over his face mm-hmm. how much he hates his team. Mm-hmm. The one thing I told you, Francis, about Aaron Rodgers, he don't like getting hit. <laughs> he don't like it. and He'll get salty real mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm. Um, But anyway, I guess NFL, do your thing. I don't agree. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's let's open up the juice, brother. Let's open up that juice. The, the juicy drama story of the week. Basically, the off season. To, Basically, this is gonna be the off season right here. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is a popcorn. Get a cola. You know, because it, it started right away. We we haven't even concluded this season, and we have drama in the desert in Arizona. Mm-hmm. The Arizona Cardinals are dealing with a Kyler Murray who has unfollowed them on Instagram, has deleted pictures, and rumor mill is he's asking for $50 million on his contract. 
Hey, don't you love how like everything everything is analyzed? Like, oh, he unfollowed you know the Cardinals. He took away all his Cardinal pictures, you know. From yeah. like, oh, he's mad, you know. And and the thing yeah. is, and the thing is, people are like, why do people pay attention to that? But it's true though. You know, there's it, there's a correlation for a reason. There's a, there's a correlation for a reason. If if there's no correlation, yeah, it's really like who cares? But come on now, hey, we live in an age where things are coordinated, so you kind of have to read up on this the, this type of behavior. Some might say yeah. this is just may maybe this is just the mental scrubbing of the Instagram. Maybe it's a brand play. Maybe he's gonna start you know promoting his own brand. Yada yada yada. Very true. Mm -hmm. These things are true too. But also, what if he's mad? What if it's true about that fifty million? What if he wants to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL? What what if he's what if the organization has done something to upset Kyler Murray? Mm -hmm. Now the situation is very messy because Cliff Kingsbury, back to back seasons now where. He starts off strong and fizzles out second half of the season when it matters the most. He poops. Um, he shits his he pants. He poops. He shits his <laughs> pants. He fucking and shits his pants. When Cliff Kingsbury got there, he said, yeah, Josh Rosen, I know they drafted you last year. You were a first-round pick, but you need to get out of my face because I need Kyler Murray up in here. <laughs> he looks at so. him. I don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> I just don't see it. I need my guy. And I know a guy that is going to take us there, and it's Kyler Murray. So he went, he released Josh Rosen, he drafted Kyler. He, uh, I think they gave up. They might have gave up capital to to move up to get Kyler Murray. But anyways, so, yeah. yeah, he gets his guy, and now his the guy that he went to go get and wanted you know to be the franchise quarterback is a, is upset. Is no longer following the team's page and is making some aggressive demands. Mm-hmm. So. Where does that leave Cliff Kingsbury? Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, you're you you're back to back disappointing season, and your guy doesn't seem like he wants to be on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 looking rough, and honestly, my own opinion is, <clears throat> I think Cliff Kingsbury, as you know, great as an offensive mind he's supposed to be, I think he he has like. A certain amount of plays, which gets ran through by the middle of the season, and he can't get creative after that. Mm-hmm. He can't. He can't generate anything new. Give new looks. Like there were some plays that the Niners called in the playoffs that I never saw the whole fucking year. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> they put they put Trent Williams where use check usually goes, mm-hmm. and they, and they use Trent Williams as a cannonball. Yeah, I I did. I never saw that in the regular season. Shanahan waited to the playoffs to call that one. Sometimes you got to um, wait for your best plays towards the end of the season when it counts. Right, when and, it counts. and there there's uh, there was another team I was watching. It might have been the Rams. Um, where it was also like, whoa, like that was different, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think that's what Cliff Kingsbury lacks. He he gets into his bag, and once the bag is empty, it's fucking empty mm-hmm. <laughs> there's you're scraping at the bottom by week 10 week 11 yeah and, and teams already figured you out they already yeah. figured you out and, and the thing is i think what uh, there's there's a lot of coaches like that cowboys coach is like that in, at the first quarter of the season 
Mm. They're already out of place. Yeah. You know? They're already out of place. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of a lot of good teams that start off strong that lack a second half push. It's because mm-hmm. they lack creativity in creativity. This, you know? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like what they what teams need to do is stop using all their tricks early in the season and use all spread the, it out. Yeah, spread it out. But not only that, use your high your high percentage plays throughout the whole season meaning plays that you know that will always generate positive yards yeah you always show the, yeah. those ones so teams know oh, oh i know they're they're trying to get this many yards let's try to mm-hmm. stop it and maybe they do stop it or not but those are the plays that no matter what are going to be your bread and butter you know every every right. team has those type of plays maybe it works maybe it doesn't all right, good. But when you're a team that's very high powered, but also is very um, shift oriented, formation oriented, where it's like this precise play has to work, you don't right. want to, you don't want to show those plays throughout the whole season because eventually someone's gonna hey, we have a high percentage of stopping this. It's a big play, but if we don't allow it, they're stuck, and that's what basically the Cardinals happened to them. They, they, their big plays weren't big no more. They, their momentum right. would stop, you know? So mm-hmm. when it was third and 10, they didn't know what to do. And now they're doing a little dinker play. And you're like, bro, you only got four yards, but you need a 10, you know? Exactly, exactly. And, and, and I see that a lot with the Cowboys because, you know, you used all your creative plays early in the season. And now in the second season, mm-hmm. you try to do those creative plays and they find out, so now you got to uh, settle with less than inspiring plays, you know, right? That you should have right. been doing on first and second down. So, I, I, yeah. I, I get that because the Cardinals. That's what. That's literally what they did this this second half. They they got yeah. They got their offense out. went completely stale. The jig completely. is up. <laughs> the jig is up. The jig, the, jig, the jig is up. And that's funny because when you when you did watch the first eight games. Set, you know, eight to nine games of the season with the Cardinals. You're just like, man, this offense is fucking annoying. Like, how is any team going to stop were, this? Was it? There were seven but, and zero for a reason, right? It, it was just, it was scary. It was scary mm-hmm. to watch because you're just like, hey, they're playing like this on offense and on the defensive side, they're not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you know, they they quickly became early favorites uh, to to make a, a deep run into the playoffs, but. You know, I do remember saying in the first half, I said, hey, you know, they are they are looking great. They're looking like contenders. But at the same time, the Cardinals do fizzle out for whatever reason. Yeah. In the, in the second half. And we did watch I out thought, for that. We did watch out for that, you know, because we, we did say like, hey, yeah. we they're known to just fizzle out. So, yeah, they're playing the best right now, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, because they need to show me something they've never shown me, which is complete of one full strong season all the way through. I mm-hmm. I've seen the Cardinals start off hot before. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen that, but but I also always see them cool off and mm-hmm. and start to suck. But mm-hmm. I think that's part of Kyler Murray's. It could be, you know, obviously I'm just speculating, but. It could be a play calling thing where he doesn't agree with a lot of shit that happens on offense, and there's a disconnect now mm-hmm. between Kingsbury and Kyler. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but we just got to see what happens. But to me, to to immediately as soon as the season's over, to make the moves that Kyler did, it seems like he's upset. It doesn't seem like 
we're going to play this negotiation game with my agent and, and do, you know, do this whole dance. Like if they wanted to do a dance, they could have danced after the Super Bowl. Like mm. the fact that he immediately wanted to send a message. I feel like there was a little emotion behind that. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, I, I, I got to send this team a message because I am not happy right now. You know what? I mean, this whole situation, um, it's hard for me to judge. Yeah. Because I guess you could say we went through this with Prescott. Mm-hmm. But to me, I feel like Prescott was more successful than Kyler Murray during his first, like during his rookie contract. Showed a little more. Showed a little bit more, I felt. Yeah. Because he was, mm-hmm. I, I felt like he was more consistent. Than Kyler winning the division, winning the division, yeah. winning the games they should, yeah. and actually getting to the playoffs. And uh-huh. hey, we actually won a game. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Th- there, there was promise there. I felt so. Well, won a game and then lost in a very controversial way. So could have exactly, won exactly. Exactly wasn't was in position to win two. Exactly. So yeah. there was hope to hey, we could keep this guy around. Now, yeah. Kyler Murray's situation, do you get that same feel? And that's why I'm like, I don't really agree with how Kyler Murray's handling this. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I, I I am comparing the situations. And, yeah, they're two different players. One's a little bit more agile and athletic than the other. But also, there's a tale of two halves. First half, second half. And that's where, that's why I'm like, this is why I don't agree with Kyler Murray because his second half compared to his first half are not the same. They don't, they don't, yeah. they, they, they don't add up. They if, don't add up. If, if he had more successful second half of the season, then I could get it. But you know, right. despite or- despite it might be not him, <clears throat> I still feel like. There's more that he could have done, I guess you could say. What I'm saying because yeah. he's too talented. I feel like he's too talented a guy for them to lay a, lay a dud like that. No, for sure. You, know? you shouldn't. You should not perform like that yeah. in, in the playoffs. And, and the thing is, no. this is where I guess we get a little bit more. Um, we contradict ourselves, I guess, with the quarterback position of how important the quarterback position is because. As we were saying, like, hey, MVP, you know, we need to give it to someone else. But look at us how look at look at us talk about how, like, you know, we're judging a quarterback like Kyle Murray Murray in this like situation. We're asking, I don't know if we're asking too much from Kyler or asking too little, but you know, um, that, that's that, that that's what you know. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't, I don't, I don't know, like. Does he deserve that fifty million? Is really the question. Does he? Does he? Does is? Does he get the like the nod? Like, hey, you should be upset. You should be upset, or you should deserve that fifty million. Obviously, we don't really know what's going on, but we're, we're you know we're having a a, a good you know. I I just I, he he hasn't shown enough to to be acting. Okay, this way. so I'll agree. So okay, okay, good. Um, I I. I I haven't seen enough for him to be acting this way. Um, now, I that I don't know. Like 
I do think it's it's a very ballsy move from him because yes. if we if you were to just reverse it, right? Like let's just say, okay, Kyler Murray can only give you one half of a season that's where he plays out of his mind. Um then make it the second half. Right? Yeah. The 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 fact the fact that you're you're making it the second half where you literally fall off a cliff and you can't you can't play at your ceiling anymore. Um that's that's what's concerning because the second half is the the more important side of the season. All about momentum. All about momentum. You can, see that's that's what we we're saying. Hey, teams that catch heat right before the playoffs, if they go into the playoffs on a win streak, you you can probably bet that they're going to go on a run. Yeah. Um the Cardinals were on a losing streak into the playoffs yeah. and they just they mm-hmm. they completely butchered their playoff game they, they just came out they lost, they lost disgustingly like bad for their last five or something like that right something like that yeah 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 they were they out of i think the last five games you're right i think they went something like one and four mm-hmm. um and you can't have that type of momentum going into the playoffs like yeah. the, every team you go against is, is a winning team yeah, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. you can't you can't have that type of energy, and so the the fact that Kyler Murray hasn't been able to turn it on in the second half of the season, two mm-hmm. years in a row, um, you shouldn't have that demand. Like, hey, give me fifty mil, or I'm gonna go somewhere else. Like, yeah, you just haven't shown enough. Mm-hmm. You haven't shown enough. Yeah, does, that's, that's, I feel that way. Yeah, I mean, does it help that he did some something similar like this with his draft? Mm. Where um, he was basically tossing up baseball or football, and you, you know, he, I'm not saying he made yeah. it a circuit, but he made it a spectacle. Because he, yeah. like, like, like to be honest, he kind of did more than the average player that did get drafted on a baseball team as well. You know, because do you think it's possible he might be thinking of going to baseball? To baseball? I, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, like, I what r- rub people the wrong way is, you know, him saying, well, I know I can make more money in baseball, but I love football. And now he's doing this. Yeah. And then now he's doing this. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I get it. You, you know, you have these talents, so you ask for money. But at the same time, weren't you the guy that was making a big deal that you could get paid more in baseball mm-hmm. than in football? You know? Does, yeah. does does this rub a uh, a bad taste in the public's mouth about this whole situation? Is what I'm trying to ask. Yeah, because he, yeah, because he did make that a big deal going into the draft more than any other player that did get drafted on a baseball team. Yeah, didn't say yeah. football. So I, that, I mean that that could leave a bad taste to other people's mouths about that situation even the cardinals because the cardinals you know were going out on a limb you know for kyler murray that was really slow balling hmm should i play football or not right so right you know yeah this is where it, you know it's like okay this man's is he being a little bit of a you know yeah. controversial fe- um, player because of his, yeah because of his indec- indecisiveness and re- you can't really do his tells? I don't like, know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he's getting some type of advice from people around him. Yeah, to you know to to make moves like this. Like he has one point three million followers on Instagram for an NFL player. Yeah. That's up there. 
Yeah, and um, I, and I know the 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 size um, the size um of a quarterback has been squashed by a few quarterbacks. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it seems like towards the second half of this season, teams like we figured you out. You're still not tall enough to ride this ride, and we're gonna give you trouble. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're gonna give because you trouble. Like, yeah, like his his height becomes his problem in the second half of the season. Never the first, really. Mm-hmm. In the second, mm-hmm. you know, like it's like teams figure out how to, you know, disrupt his throwing lanes and make him not see. Or I could see a scenario, possibly. This might be a reach where maybe the reason why he falls off in the in the second half is is after taking hits to his, his small frame from big ass dudes. Yeah. Um, maybe he starts to wear down a little bit. Maybe. If if here's the thing, maybe if he does switch over to baseball in a in a shocker, I think that will be the reason. I think he realized like, yo, I am. It hurts out here. <laughs> like, <laughs> the thing is he won't and it. I could be, I could be making way more money and not taking this type of punishment uh, well, at the, another sport. The thing is, I think he admit that about the whole thing. Mm. So I didn't I, see that quote. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Because we'll see how this plays out. This is just the start. Yeah. This is just the beginning. Because I think that I think the Cardinals be like, you're a small quarterback, man. We're not gonna pay you that much. Look at Baker Mayfield. <laughs> oh God. Hey, we gotta throw that Baker really shit. Hey, we gotta throw that You Baker really shade. wanna you really wanna piss off Kyler Murray, compare him to Baker. Oh, to his oh face. you're just a, a, Mayf- <laughs> a Baker Mayfield two point Oh, he's out. He's going to baseball. Hey, hey the, oh, you know these Oklahoma quarter. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Baker Mayfield, Oklahoma, right? Right. Hey, God. what a coincidence! Oh shit, oh, y'all, geez, Baker, 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 y'all, short bastards. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be very interesting to see how the Cardinals, which is hilarious, because both both players are both t- taller than me. <laughs> I know. Well, we would have never been quarterbacks. Hell ever. no, I would have never been never. a quarterback. Never, never. <laughs> but yeah, but. I mean, hey, I mean, that's those are those are just different possibilities. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Like I said, drama, drama in the desert. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't, I don't mind it. I'm a Niner fan. I'm gonna be, you know, eating my popcorn, watching how this team implodes. Um, because our divi- I would like it because our division is a little too strong right now. Let me chill out. Just, just chill a little bit. <laughs> Going back, chill out a little bit. Stand the back burner a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All um, right. Um, let's let's end it off with two more things. One of the last things, the NFL is going overseas, but not just to the UK. Nope. Guten Hyman. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. We're going to we Germany. We are having a game. We're going in to Germany. Deutschland. <laughs> Deutschland. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to Germany. The Shield is taking its... Display and services to Germany. The question there is: Are will we going be a to, game in Germany? Are we going to Munich or are we going to Berlin? Is the question. I, I forget. I, I forget which one. That's a, that's a good question. But we're going to Germany. Uh-huh. We're going global. We're re- hey, we're really going international now. 
Yeah, they're know? really trying to reach mm-hmm. international. Hey, but the thing <laughs> is, like, we, we there is some German commentating on this. So? Oh, no, there is. I've, I have heard that. And then, you know, Telemundo has their own guys for yeah. Mexico. And it's been growing in Mexico. Hey, Dallas, <laughs> I think Dallas is going to Mexico next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know they're 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 doing the thing. See, I, th- the I, th- thing. I think this extra game helps with promoting the international brand of the NFL. Yeah, I, I know players uh, probably don't like the extra game, but we do take away from the preseason. But it also gives us an opportunity to go international. But then again, those players yeah. probably don't like the international because it fucks up with their whole scheduling. Oh no no! For I feel for the players that yeah. because they're forced to travel, they they are forced to travel mm-hmm. long distances, and mm-hmm. it's their job. It's part of the contract. Yeah, um, they, they should but, really get a buy but, right after those type of trips. Yeah, I hope they set it up kind of like yeah. that, where you give them a bye week or something, because that's tough. That and that's really it. Tough. Really throws it off with the Thursday nights too. Like I I think mm-hmm. I think to be honest, I really think. If we want to start doing these international shit, we have to say goodbye to Thursday nights. Just, yeah. for, just for the sakes of having a more cleaner schedule when it comes to the NFL and the players. And if the players do do these international trips, they deserve the bye after, you know, because it is a, you know, jet lag, et cetera, et cetera. So it's an adjustment period. So, um, mm. Mm-hmm. I I I know they're not gonna get rid of fucking Monday night. I mean Thursday night. But yeah, I think no, in the Thursday future, I think that in the future they should get rid of Thursday night. Even though I love Thursday night football, because I mean I love football. Don't get me wrong, but if we want to start doing this international tour, I guess you could say something. You you got something has to give for the players' benefits. Yeah. Whether it's yeah. a buy right after that, or we take away something like a Thursday, the Thursday night games, I don't know. Yeah, no, because it is, it is tough, and I I don't remember the exact situations that played out this past season, but I know there were some some schedules that were just like, damn, they did y'all like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> where <laughs> you're not getting rest for shit. Yeah, um, but. Hopefully they do a better job next season, especially with the international games, especially with the Germany one, because that's a that's an even further travel than UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're gonna have to navigate that. But yeah, hey, but I am excited for it. I think it's great, great for the brand, great for American football because you know, it's yeah, technically American football. So yeah, I like it, and I like it. I hope it. I hope it inspires, you know, other countries to to love the sport, and then we'll get more, you know, more of a mix in the league. I wonder if they're going to bring back the World Bowl again. <laughs> oh, that was a thing. I, I had no idea. Oh, NFL Europe. Remember when NFL Europe was the thing? Mm, Basically, no. that was the developmental league of the NFL. Mm, so in the, in the off season, basically after the Super Bowl. Our basically G League was yeah. NFL Europe. So you play a shorter season oh. in Europe and then you had the World Bowl. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And I, I, I kept Never up I, I, I kept up with that shit. It was cool. 
I didn't mind it. I, <laughs> then again, I love football, so like any type of football is yeah. cool to my ass. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they, okay. they that was a thing. Um, I forgot when it started, but it basically went into um, you know going into training camp and things like that. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe we might see a resurgence of that. You know, we'll see. We'll see what what the NFL plans. I mean, it just seems like every move they do, it, it, in the end, it's it is for more money. Like even the Thursday night games, you know, it was that was money. done. Yeah, it it was definitely for money. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what else they're up to. Well, what what they got planned? Yeah, uh, something just popped in my head, and super quick. Mm-hmm. Will you be t- paying attention to? I want to say the USAAFL. I think that's what USAAFL. Um, enlighten it, me. It's basically going to be a new football league. Um, again, another attempt. Yes, another attempt. Um, you know, anytime there's a new attempt, you know, I'll I'll definitely keep up with the news on it. I don't know how much I'll be watching it, but I do. I do mm-hmm. keep up with how the, how it does because I know there's been multiple attempts at, at this and I feel like eventually someone might get it right. Oh, you so, know, yeah, it's United States Football Football League. Mm, okay. You, you okay. know what the the XFL was actually entertaining until COVID happened. Yeah. Like yeah, it was actually to be honest it was actually looking really interesting until COVID happened and obviously everyone yeah. basically it just stopped. Yeah, yeah, that was unfortunate. It was it was, it was unfortunate. really unfortunate. So, yeah, maybe just maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I feel like somebody's bound to get it right. One of these I days, mean, Jeff so Fisher's we'll a coach. <laughs> oh, okay, I probably just watch <laughs> it for that. <laughs> hey. Let's fucking go, Jeff Fisher. Hey, 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 guess okay. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you some fucking name. I know. Oh, Jeff Fisher. I know you know. Um, Todd Haley is a coach. Todd Haley. Oh my goodness. And I don't know if you know who Kevin Sermonlin is. No, I don't. Uh, he used to coach um, Texas A and M head coach for college. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. But I, I feel like Jeff. I feel like Jeff Fisher said, "You know what? Urban Meyer did his thing. I feel like I could come out." No, I could just I could step well, not outside. Just that. He, I bet you he got pissed that everyone slandered him. Yeah. So he needs to, you know, regain some himself. type of redemption. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I feel like it is low key a redemption. Like I'm not crazy, <laughs> not fucking crazy. I can coach. I can fucking coach. Oh man, let's go, Jeff Fisher. I'll be rooting for you and your team. <laughs> All right, all right. Our last topic to end this show off: the Super Bowl. Last thoughts on the Super Bowl. How do we feel? Do we feel any different about it? Bengals winning. <sighs> yeah, you know what? I'm I'm feeling a little better about Bengals' chances than the last time we talked about this. Um, you do? I feel a little bit better. I'm not I'm not giving them the game just yet, but mm-hmm. I I think they are gonna. They are going to put up a hell of a fight in in this Super Bowl. So, yeah, um, I I, I think yeah. I hope I hope Joe Burrow comes out on top. That that'd be that'd 
that'd be crazy. And that would honestly start a shitload of storylines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, I think people are going to, if Burrow wins, I think there's going to be talks of a Bengals dynasty. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of storylines. You know, the Rams storyline, they've been to two bowls now, two L's. Mm-hmm. What happens now? Mm-hmm. Where um, do they go? Where do they go? Um, but at the same time, you flip it over. If the Rams win, a OBJ gets his ring. Mm-hmm. Stafford gets his ring. A lot of players get their rings um, that are really talented lot- players. And if they weren't in my division, like I'd feel so much happier for them. <laughs> but there is there is a little bit of salt. I'm not gonna lie, a little bit of salt in my system still. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I think. I think it's hilarious how Detroit fans are kind of acting like the proud parent and they're, they're even making merch that says Detroit Rams. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, look, Lions fans, you're Lions fans. Let's, let's not get this twisted. Right? You can move for Stafford. The Detroit Lions are the divorcee <laughs> finally going to their son's football game. <laughs> Dad. Dead waving. Wait. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's an accurate analogy. But the Los, Los, it's funny. Yeah, the Los Angeles Rams of the new is is the stepfather. <laughs> <laughs> the lies there. Detroit look it over. Detroit fans are really making themselves feel like they're in the Super Bowl. Like that that's how much they've clung on to this Matthew Stafford appearance. In the, in hey, the at the end of the day, they, they have to. They, because yeah. they're going to stand behind him and say, we knew we had a Hall of Fame quarterback that was going to win a yeah. Super Bowl. Sadly, it just wasn't we, with our team. Yeah. Which is which says so much about Detroit. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like Bengals win. That that's a lot of storylines. But if the Rams win with Stafford, that just says so much about Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, it's just I I I like I like the Bengals momentum. I like the confidence that oozes out the Bengals. You know, and oh yeah, it's a it's a weird situation that you know. Even if the Bengals down, they 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 have a way to scrap back into the fold again. Oh yeah, they so. they've now the thing is, Bengals have been in in important games where they've been down and they've been able to claw themselves back in mm-hmm. and win. So that that alone, you you the Rams could be up twenty four zero. Bengals will still fully believe that they can win that game, yeah. and they'll they'll claw their way back in. So. That, that's what's dangerous about them. And that's why I have like the confidence in them because you flip it if mm-hmm. let's just say if the Rams start stale, I don't know how yeah. the Rams could shake it. They 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 aren't a team that really shakes that type of um funk yeah. away. They they stay in the funk. If anything. they they have a great record when they gain the lead and stay in the lead. Mm-hmm. And if they have the lead in the fourth quarter, the Rams have a great record when they have the lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah. But their record isn't that great when they're down. Exactly. Um so yeah, uh I but I, I also think this game might might go back and forth. There might be multiple lead changes throughout this game. Yeah. So I expect a great one. Mm-hmm. I, I same. I, I, uh, I like I'm still going the Bengals winning. Um, maybe I changed my score from last time, 
but I'm fi- I'm definitely feeling like Bengals 30, Rams 24. Yeah. And if Oh, you said Bengals 30, Rams 24. Yes. So 6 6 points. Yes. Who who so do the Rams get a final chance to drive and they just they just fail in the end, they come up short? Yeah. I think okay. Matthew, I think Matthew Stafford throws a pick at the end. G- game ending pick. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that would be a heartbreaker. With a minute sixteen um, left. I hope that happens. Man, <laughs> take me to the bookies, brother. Take me to the. Oh, that just, it just came to you, huh? You feel you really feel that 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 will happen. <laughs> correct score, correct time. I bet Everything. one dollar. Give me a mil. <laughs> Give me a mil. Nailed it. Fucking. Nailed um, it. All I'm saying, if Joe Burrow has at least three touchdowns and over 300 yards and takes an L, um, I'm going to feel very bad for him. But like I said, brother, this he is he as he is the new the new generation's Peyton Manning. <laughs> he can do no wrong. He can't do no wrong. He's already he's already achieved that stat, status already. I told you he's like yeah. he's already achieved, all he needed is one playoff game to win. He's achieved that status. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I hate I when agree. people say it, but you know, Joe Burrow got that swagger, boy. He got that swagger. Yeah, undeniable. Yeah, yeah, it, and uh, obviously, infectious. like this team is oozing with confidence because of Burrow. Like it started mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It started there. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it is like it rubs off on people when he acts and and when you see Burrow believe in himself as much as he believes in himself. I think it it makes people believe in themselves. Yeah, and then they're like, "Hey, we we have a guy this confident and like." He every time he steps onto the field, he just feels like we're taking a dub yeah. home, no matter what. Like, because because you know that's his confidence doesn't come out as boastful. It, it's it natural. Out like Baker. It, it's natural. <laughs> it, see, there's another Baker shade. Let's go! <laughs> ah, yeah, but <laughs> but it's just it, it it comes out natural, and it comes off with a with an underdog vibe that you love not like a baker yeah. underdog vibe with the chip on your shoulder like i don't yeah like i don't see a chip on joe burrow's shoulder other than i work hard and um we're gonna give it our all type of vibe mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. The, re- the results show that exactly so it he's just he's just the cool the cool guy of the league it, it's it's that cool guy that can't do anything uncool yeah. He's just always doing something fucking cool, and even if he says something, like in the, you know that clip that everyone's kind of talking about about his jewels or his, his diamonds. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know some people fuck with it, some people didn't. But I think if anyone, if anyone else would have said those those sentences, it just would have came out like like Baker. Yeah. But the fact that it's Joe Burrow, yeah, like I didn't have, I didn't have a problem with it at all. I, because I just because didn't. at the end of the day, it's like, why would you ask someone that question though? Why would you yeah, say that? Is yeah. that real? Like, I would be like, no, bitch. You know, <laughs> the fuck. You know, like, like I wouldn't like. It, it's almost like a bait question. 
Like, yeah. like it would trigger yeah. someone like, why would you ask that question? Why would I would yeah. like because it, it's like one of those things like why would I wear something fake? Right. And, and imagine, I think, yeah. And imagine yeah. If someone my status get caught with a jewelry. With some plastic ass diamonds. Yeah, like yeah. Unless, <laughs> what do you mean? Unless you want to be that jokester, then you know, that's one thing, but Hey, Joe, yeah. Joe Burrow ain't that guy, so stop playing with him. Stop playing. Yeah, he, he had to tell you, I guess, since he didn't know, he he made enough money to get real ones, yeah. if, you, if you didn't know that. Like, I was offended for him. I bet you a lot of yeah. people were offended for him. I was like, how dare you talk to Joe Burrow like that, sir? Ma'am, I forgot who said it, but yeah, man, yeah. I was offended. I'll yeah. tell you, I was offended. <laughs> yeah, I I gotta take Burrow's side. I wasn't on the mm-hmm. side that hated on mm-hmm. it. My arms were folded <laughs> folded right when that question was answered. Like he will not answer this question. You know the rule. <laughs> he would have been acting like his agent took the yeah. microphone. Yeah, we're not. We're, he's not answering that question. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> we're done for the day. We're done. <laughs> we're done. And then walk up like two seconds after that. Walk away. We're done. You know what? We're done. We're done. <laughs> This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that, uh, I, that I, 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 I think I think we're being biased now. Yeah, we are. I mean, we're we're. Can you guys tell we're going for the Bengals? Going the fucking Bengals, <laughs> boy. The Bengals. Hey, two all days away. away. Two days away. I'm excited. Super Bowl is always yeah. exciting. I bet you people are like, "Hey, y'all from California? Why don't you go for the Rams?" Obviously, you Fuck have a Rams. hey, you have a reason. Me, on the other <laughs> hand, my team's in fucking Texas. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, hey, I like underdogs. All right, I, I love underdogs. I love underdogs, and I love the story of of Joe Shiesty. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like it. We watched. I'm him, a fan hey, of. Hey, we watched him through college, and we we knew mm-hmm. we we saw his greatness. We saw it. So I. You, I'll say this. I'll say, guys, look, rewatch the LSU versus Bama uh, national championship with Joe Burrow. It literally looks like an NFL quarterback playing against a college team. That that's the vibe I got when I watched that game. I I said this guy is so comfortable in the pocket. He does not care when the rush is coming down straight down mm-hmm. the pipe. He will literally take it and mm-hmm. still deliver the pass. I'm like that, that. That's some NFL quarterback shit. Yeah, like so. Like the thing about Joe Burrow. Yeah, he got hit 54 times with a sack, but he's also like, I'm gonna make sure that those 54 times were basically my incompletions. While mm-hmm. the other other times, while I'm standing up, I'm a hit because he had a high percent. Oh, yeah. He had a high percentage of completions this year, correct? Yeah, his accuracy was, is actually really wasn't nice. wasn't it over 70. Barely over seventy. I want to. Yeah, I, if I had to, if I had to guess it, it was. He was very efficient. Yeah, he's very accurate. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think that's what I'm trying to say is, yeah. Despite him getting sacked so many times, when he's not getting sacked, he is efficient as fuck. Oh yeah. So there's a reason why oh, yeah. you got to hit this motherfucker. Yep. So like, I'm pretty sure, you know. Joe Burrow is like, I don't mind getting hit as long as when I'm not hit, I make shit happen. Yeah, shit, shit's going down. 
Mm-hmm. Um, no, he definitely has a talent for that. He can read defenses. Um, yeah, everything I saw in, in college, it is transferring over into the NFL. I was worried when he blew his knee up because it wasn't just a torn ACL. Like there was other damage to it, and I'm like, man, that's serious. But yeah. hey, he got comeback player of the year. That knee looks better than ever. He's able to roll out. He's able to run. Mm-hmm. He looks healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so go Bengals. Go Joe Burrow. Go Bungles. Go Cincinnati. Go Joe Burrow. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, Let's go. y'all put your money on Joe Moneybag Burrow right there. Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe Burrow. All Joe the way. Shiesty. All right. All right. I, I, Take I, it. Whew. This, is, this is weirdly a long episode. Shit. I just realized that. Yeah. It was, but hey, if you're still rocking with us, if you're still listening, we love you. Appreciate it. Yep. Tap in with your boys. Tap Fuck in with, with your, your boys. boys. Yeah. Keep us after the Super Bowl. We'll definitely drop something. Thoughts on the Super Bowl. That's coming. Yeah. Uh, take us away, buddy. Get us out of here. <sighs> all right, all right. You already know who that guy was. Mr. Francis. 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 Let's go, let's go. And for our missing buddy today, Dougie Lightning Leche. Little. Sorry, I can't do it like him. It's all good. You know, he's still rocking. With, he's still rocking with your boys. You know, you already know that. We about to drop that NBA podcast probably today or tomorrow. We'll, we'll see when that, when we we drop that. But that is coming up really soon. And boy, do we have some ju- a, a juicy NBA episode for you after the deadline. Woo! Juicy, juicy. Mm-hmm. Juicy, juicy. And you already know who I am. I am Spuddy McGee. You already know. We are Buds in Sports. Thank you for listening. Always like, favorite, subscribe. Do all that shit. Follow our podcast on multiple streaming platforms. Just look up Buds and Sports on your search bar, and we will be there. We got tons of episodes for you to look back on if you want to listen to some old episodes. I don't know why you would, but hey, why not? But yeah, come rock with your boys. Experience the sports journey with us, and we are Buds and Sports, and we are out.